This is Frugal Living. If there's one word we hear all the time in 2022, it's inflation. I wanted to talk to an expert with some unique insight on the subject, so I invited Casey Runyon back to the podcast. You might remember Casey from the $5 Challenge episode or from the very first episode of Frugal Living. She's the managing editor and vice president at Brad's Deals. Casey knows about inflation, and she knows about finding deals. So I wanted to talk to her this week about what that means for us. What does a frugal-minded person need to know about inflation? Here's our conversation. You know, I think the advice that I have for consumers who, who want to fight inflation is we cannot control the cost of gas. It's hard to control the cost of housing and even food can oftentimes be, you know, there are limits to what you can do there. I mean, sure, you can, for gas, you can look for the cheapest gas station, but that's realistically only going to save you a few pennies per gallon. And so where you really need to look at it is where else you can be saving and maximizing all of the savings opportunities that you have elsewhere. And and also just being really conscious of, of your budget and the fact that, you know, if your gas costs have gone up by hundreds of dollars per month, you, you're going to need to make some adjustments to compensate for that. We can't control gas prices, but if you've got a gas guzzler, you're going to have to deal with it. Where can you save? You know, I think that it's in the the things that you are, are purchasing, your more discretionary uh, purchases, um, and, you know, consider... Scaling back, consider, you know, what you need. You know, it's springtime. So I think, you know, people are, are thinking about home improvements right now. Well, this might not be the year to do a kitchen remodel or, or another big project. You know, you want to try to, as much as possible, think for a big update rather than new and look at the ways that you can make what you have last longer. Um, we've seen on the Bradsfield site, Rust-Oleum deals have been doing really well. And that's really no surprise because that's an inexpensive way to give a new look to an area. You can also do things like changing out hardware. I'm also actually recommending people look at their spring cleaning as an opportunity for home improvement this year. Uh, reclaiming a space that has become cluttered and, you know, and you can, you know, get maybe some simple organizers that don't have to cost a ton of money, but that can actually be as fulfilling as buying, you know, new furniture or, you know, bigger purchases when you actually, you know, are like, oh my gosh, this area that I've had covered with stuff that slowly over time became a place that more and more stuff got built up. I'm really talking about my personal problems here. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, that that can be very fulfilling. So looking for, for ways to, to say, hey, as a consumer, all right, I know I need to pump the brakes a little bit on, on these big purchases. But here's how I can still get, you know, get the satisfaction that I want, uh, you know, out, out of the spring season. I love that. I mean, especially as a frugal minded person in even without inflation, I love sitting down thinking about, oh, I'd love to have a new bathroom. Mm -hmm. What can I do instead? <laughs> yeah. And we are also coming up on the season where uh, garage sales and estate sales are going to be you know, a real possibility. And I do think those are not to be ignored. You can get some amazing deals. Now, I will say, uh, it's I think it's very important for people to understand that when you're going to a garage sale or a state sale, 
you may not find anything. There are no guarantees and you can be really excited. But I, a few years ago, was considering, you know, a patio set and went to some estate sales. And honestly, the stuff that I was seeing was not for me and 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 was fairly pricey and wasn't the right stuff. So you have to go in with the mindset of knowing that you may very well leave with nothing, but looking for those opportunities. And, you know, sometimes you can get amazing stuff. I've also had success with Craigslist Free. Obviously, this is one of my favorite topics in general. I love estate sales. I love garage sales. But you talk about one area that's unlikely to be hit by inflation early on. Like the people who are going to get hit by inflation first are going to be, are you shipping something from overseas? You know, these are, you know, big companies have massive costs associated with these types of things. Much less likely to be hit right now in the first round of inflation is the secondary market. One thing to consider, gas prices will affect potentially moving prices. So if you're hiring movers, that's something to consider when you're planning to go to an estate sale, even on Craigslist free, if you don't have a truck or you don't right. have a van and you're hiring someone else to do that, plan a little extra for the gas prices you're going to have to consider when booking a mover. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So we, we talk about inflation a lot, but one thing that, I guess one topic that doesn't get co- covered enough is the other side of that. What is shrinkflation? So shrinkflation is uh, a term that describes when manufacturers change the amount of the product that you are getting, but they do so in a way that you're not, that they are hoping you're not going to notice. So basically it's, you know, putting a few fewer Dorito chips in the bag, uh, even though the bag appears to be the same size. It is putting uh, uh, fewer sheets of paper towels or, or toilet paper on the roll, even though it's still the double extra bonus roll or whatever they're, they're describing it as. And so they're just hoping that consumers won't notice and it's a way for them to increase their profits. So when I go to the grocery store, I look at you know price per ounce, price per whatever. They break it down at certain stores on certain products very well. How do you buy toilet paper? Like how do you... How do you judge one versus the other? So you're absolutely right. Getting down to that per unit cost is is your best bet. Toilet paper is complicated because there are different kinds of toilet paper. And if you're looking at single ply versus double ply, that that is a different calculation. Um, and those are very personal decisions, I think. Um, but, you know, you do want to get down to that per unit cost so that you can understand and even compare between different size packs of the same product because they can vary. And something that is really sneaky that I have found, uh, it's the most sneaky form of shrinkflation. It's not just that they're changing the number of sheets that you're getting. They're also changing the size of the sheet. Often by, by not a lot, but you know, I, I, do you think that I, I hit a new level of, of deal hunter the day that I realized I was calculating the square, the cost per square inch of the toilet paper? Fantastic. <laughs> and, you know, I, I realize that that may not be for everyone, but it is something just to be aware of as you're looking at it. You know, don't put anything past them. When we think of, of real frugality and when we think of you know, calculating the price per square inch of toilet paper or paper towels or the price per ounce of, you know, fluid ounce of a cleaning solution. We really get into those other questions that, you know, maybe if you're too busy, these aren't going to be 
relevant to you, but if you've got the time and it's important to you to, to get the best deal, you can make your own cleaning solutions too. You can make a yes. lot of your own stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually use uh, the most of my household cleaning products are from a company called Blue Land. There are other companies available too that do uh, concentrates. Um, I think there are others that do tablets. They, I chose them because they have like these nice high quality bottles that you can buy and we use and they look really good. So I admit I was drawn in by the packaging as well. But you don't have to use those. You can just use your old household cleaner bottle. I love this. And I've heard of this company and I've heard good things about this company, but I haven't tried them. I've been hearing about this type of process for like a decade now. People trying to get waterless cleaning products delivered. And I think we're starting to see it really shift. I think these are becoming much, much more popular. And I think it's a really good option that I hadn't considered in my own life that I'll probably pick up this year. So thank you for <laughs> reminding oh, me yeah. to do that. Yeah, no, I, it's one of those that I was I was glad when I finally, I thought about it for a long time and I finally, you know, bit the bullet and was like, I'm, I'm going all in. Summer, we're going to see inflation impacting, and I mean, this may be expected, but we're going to see it impacting travel a great deal. And and I also think, you know, as we come, you know, out emerge from from the pandemic state, that's also impacting travel. And you know, we are seeing, we've been seeing indications on Brad's deals that people are really looking at domestic travel uh, much more so than you know, far flung. Uh, overseas vacations. And I think, you know, there's a lot coming into play there, both in terms of the cost of travel, and then also the just the comfort level of knowing, you know, you're not going to get locked up in a quarantine hotel for three weeks, if you happen to test positive uh, in, in, you know, in the United States, in the continental United States. And that's a big advantage right now, um, for sure. So I think, uh, but I do think we're going to see prices on domestic travel ticking up because I I don't think, you know, as you mentioned, it's not going anywhere. And I think that, uh, you know, for a lot of, you know, vacation areas, they've been uh, pretty low key for the past several summers and they're going to be in hot demand this year. So I definitely would recommend booking early. Um, you know, traveling by car is a, is a very real option but you are going to have to account for that higher gas price. Um, for uh, If you're renting a car, I definitely always recommend that people uh, just get the car rental booked, uh, you know, a refundable car rental booked as early as possible. And then you can keep hunting for deals because you can always cancel a car rental unless you specifically choose one that says you're paying upfront to save X amount. But, you know, don't delay, don't hold off because you're thinking, oh, I might get a better deal in a week or a month. Get that rental in place because as we've seen, the prices on car rentals are very market driven. And it is not like there, even if you think the price you're seeing right now is high, uh, you may be feeling like that was the best price ever, you know, a month or two from now. So totally agreed. I mean, it's really hard, especially with car rentals and I mean, with flights to predict where those prices are going to be in an area where, you know, 
prices are based on gas, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, on that note, probably a good summer for carpooling. If you're going out somewhere with another family or with a larger group of people, taking one car, one larger car might make more sense. Uh, if you can come from the similar location and camping is an option for, for our listeners, especially if you haven't made plans in advance, I know booking a campsite in advance can sell out very quickly, but a lot of campsites will, they set aside some of their inventory for drive ups. So it's worth going, seeing if there's anything available as early in the day as you can. And if you're a camper doing it that way. Yeah, no, national parks are are a great resource. Uh, and, you know, there are so many of them. And I think that people tend to gravitate towards some of the, 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 you know, towards, you know, Yellowstone, Yosemite. And but like there are lots of national parks and they are run to a very high standard. And also you can also explore parts of the, the even the parks that aren't the biggest tourist draw, the places that the tour buses don't go. That's where you want to be. Great advice. One thing I learned recently too, and you know, you might have this in the back of your head, but it's probably a good reminder. But if you qualify for a military discount or a senior discount, national parks have these types of discounts. They also have annual discounts. Do you go a lot? Do you bring your whole family, especially this early in the year? It's probably worth looking at, you know, can you save money rather than getting the admittance fee every time you want to go to a beach or a trail just getting this annual pass. It's worth doing the math to figure it out. Absolutely. And I mean, that's the, a good theme of just the podcast in general. If you <laughs> want to save money, do the math. How much are you spending? <laughs> yes. And uh, we will remember to put in the show notes uh, on frugal.fm the uh, where to go to get discounts on national parks, which, by the way, don't apply to state parks. That is a separate thing. <laughs> yes. Yes, those are separate is there anything else that we need to to know about inflation this year or what can we do to prepare for next year? Yeah, I mean, I really think that it's just about being mindful about your expenses and, and you know, checking in on them and considering what you're using. I mean, it's even the little things like, am I actually using my uh, Showtime streaming now that uh, Yellow Jackets is done or has it just been <laughs> sitting there? And I'm not actually using it because you can always turn it back on. There's no penalty for that. And sometimes just toggling those things. I mean, if you can save 10 or $20 a month, that adds up. And so just being really smart about those expenses, making sure to look at, you know, uh, checking credit card statement to look for ongoing subscriptions. It's, uh, the worst feeling in the world is when you realize there's something that you've been signed up for that you're not using. And just being mindful when you're buying things, you know, is is this a good price? Do I need this? And you know what 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 value is this is this bringing me, or can I defer this purchase? Really good advice, and this harkens back to something Mark Boudis mentioned on our financial advisor episode at uh, the start of season four. He mentioned like cost cutting parties and doing exactly what you're saying. Make a time twice a year, sit down with your you know a friend or a significant other, and go through your credit card statement. Like it's. This can be a fun thing. And, you know, worst case scenario, you find nothing. But best case scenario, you save yourself money every month because you cut out a subscription you weren't using. Yeah. I, I just got a new phone. And uh, for uh, magical reasons, it's causing my phone bill to drop uh, significantly. And, you know, and I'm like, wow, how long ago should I have done this? <laughs> 
And, you know, I, I mean, we're talking for, for, for two people down, I think, uh, you know, $50, $60 per month. And that's huge. So that's huge. And so it's just, it's worth checking into those things and, you know, making sure that you're getting the best deal possible. I, that would seem to cover a gas increase, you know, even if you're paying more for gas. I, I am one of those people who does not drive a whole lot just because of my city location. I actually use a tank of gas in about two months. That's awesome. So uh, I am very lucky in, in that I have lots of things in walking distance to me. I guess that's why I live where I live. Um, and I do, you know, pay <laughs> for that, that expense. But yeah, um, I, I am lucky to not have been hit there. But I am, you know, as everyone, I think it's hitting everyone somewhere, right? Uh, I've, I've definitely seen it in food costs. I like buying good, high quality food. And I'm like, whoa, this is expensive. I'm with you there. My plan, gardening. A lot of gardening this summer. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, I do have your seeds started. Oh, yeah. I mean, not enough of them. I don't have enough space for all the seeds I want. Mm -hmm. I planned my seeds this year in like a very... Last year, it was like, I want to try everything. This year, it's like, no, what do I eat the most of? Like, I'm never going to run out of arugula. Like, I will have so much arugula, hopefully a bunch of onions, things that I never want to run out of that I tend to spend the most money on. That's what I'm planting this year. What about you? I Well, I've got my arrow garden going strong. Um, and so and that I use for herbs because I do spend way too much money on herbs and then I let them go bad. And then I'm so angry at myself because I'm like, this was beautiful basil and I used like, almost none of it. And now it's no longer good. So I love having the fresh herbs. I do uh, a lot of my gardening is, uh, is more flower, uh, you know, uh, not edible. <laughs> uh, but I do plan on having, I'll do uh, um, some, uh, a trailing type of tomato in a hanging basket. I worry about uh, the wildlife in the area getting into some of my things. So I want to have everything I want to have sort of in hard to get at spots and i'm thinking about doing some peppers this Ooh, year highly recommended and i will in addition to my basil indoors in the arrow garden i will also do some basil outside and probably some cilantro outside because those just tend to grow really well and then i get a bumper crop and i love to do both with the arrow garden and outside i love to uh where you chop up the herbs and freeze them in little ice cube trays with oil so that you can have those to use whenever you want. Um, I actually get really bummed if I ever run out of them because I'm like, oh no, all I need is like my little thing of tarragon or, you know, whatever. And, and I'd be set for this meal. But um, yeah, I, for me, that's a big cost saving because I can easily drop, you know, way too much money just buying like herbs. Same. I love that. There's no better feeling than knowing that this has been growing on my windowsill. I know exactly where it came from. You mm -hmm. talk about knowing where your food comes from. This came two, two and a half feet from the left. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, I was, um, you know, it takes a little while for an arrow garden to get going to where you can actually, but I was like, looking at it, I was like, oh, you're ready for your first harvestings. Like I'm, you know, and I, you know, I don't even know what I'll, I'll use it for first, but it's, you know, literally you can pluck a couple of basil leaves and throw it into your scrambled eggs, you know, and, and you've instantly upgraded that dish. Love that. Tell me more about using, so you're freezing herbs in oil in like an ice cube tray? 
Yeah, I get, I have two um, that have, they have a silicone bottom, so they're really easy to pop out. Um, and they're very small cube sizes. You don't want like big ones. Um, and uh, what I do is I just put about, I would say probably about a tablespoon of finely chopped herbs in each, uh, each one. And then I uh, cover the herb with oil, with olive oil. And then uh, you want to pop, you do need to label them if you're doing more than one herb in a tray to make sure because you want to be able to put them, pop them out, put them in plastic baggies and label them with what it is so that you know, so that you're not thinking like, oh, uh, you know, like, because they all look the same once they're frozen, really. Uh, but you don't want to mistake, you know, your basil for sage or something. You want to know which is which. And you're dropping them right out of the freezer. You keep them in little bags in the freezer. You drop them right into your pan. Yep, exactly. And so they and 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 you just adjust the amount of oil that you're using, but it's not a ton of oil. Um, but yeah, you just put that in. Um, you can, you know, for some herbs, for like basil, like I like to put basil in more towards the end of the cooking process because it's such a tender herb. But like for things like rosemary and 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 thyme, those I I would often add earlier in the process. All right. So we need to definitely do a cooking episode then because all of this is too good not to use. <laughs> yeah, no, it's honestly, it's it's a great thing. The other thing I will say, uh, if you're not saving your Parmesan rinds and freezing them, you should be because they are the best. If you add those to soup, they instantly like ratchet up that umami flavor. You don't eat the rinds, but it just sits in there and like spreads its like cheesy goodness. Yeah, these are these are tips I've never heard before, but will change the way I cook forever. Huge thanks to our guest this week, Casey Runyon. Our audio editor this week was me, Jim Marcus. Frugal Living is brought to you by Brad's Deals. That's B-R-A-D-S-D-E-A-L-S dot com. I've worked at Brad's Deals for more than five years. Every day, the editorial team finds new deals online. They price compare, they check coupon codes, sometimes they find exclusive offers, and it's available to you for free. If you go to bradsdeals.com, you'll see new offers every day, including some offers that may still be live from earlier this week. But if you want the freshest offers, go to the site, click on New Deals, or sign up for the newsletter. You can find Brad's Deals the same place you find our show notes and transcripts, at frugal.fm. Frugal Living is also available on TikTok. We've had a really pretty surprising reaction from a video we posted about uh, my rain barrel. I have a rain barrel on the side of my house, and it's surprisingly controversial. If you want to see this controversial video, <laughs> check out Frugal Living Pod on TikTok. You can also connect with us on Twitter or Facebook or LinkedIn, all at Frugal Living Pod. Again, our show notes are available along with our transcripts at frugal.fm. And if you like the show, please leave a review on iTunes. (laughs) 